0: Hey guys, I am Shaven Patrick. You're listening to Small Couch, Big God, the place for couch conversations for millennials in Christ. Thank you for tuning in. Hey guys, what's going on? What's going on? I hope that everyone is having a great day so far. I am rocking solo tonight. Um, Rob is absent. He's going to be absent on this podcast. And it actually worked out just fine because we need to talk, ladies. We need to talk. So tonight we'll be talking about um, jealousy and competition. And so we're literally just going to uh, dive right in and just talk about um truths relating to jealousy and competition um It's not really uh talked about um this is a this topic is uh you know we see a lot of jealousy and and um and competition in our um uh, lives and our relationships, friendships with people, and just different areas of our lives uh whether it's you or another person um so that's what we'll be talking about tonight. I'm going to um kick it off by asking you a question, so my question is, have you experienced jealousy um or have you ever been jealous of somebody and Um, I want you to take a moment and just really think about those specific situations um, related to jealousy and or competition. Have you experienced this and how did it make you feel, Um, whether it was towards you or you towards another person? Um, And the reason why this podcast is called the truth about jealousy and competition is because, like I said, it's already not widely talked about. And if it is, it's not necessarily brought forth in the light of truth. Um, And so can we just be honest? I'm a person of honesty and uh, forwardness. I'm very forward. Let's just be honest. All of us have faced jealousy and or competition some at some point in our lives whether it was somebody uh jealous or uh competing with us or if it was us being jealous or competing with someone else and so i have a few um points i have a few key points that i'm going to hit on tonight um relating to this particular topic and so i want to start off by saying that Jealousy, um, yeah, and you know, you can interchange it with envy, um, but jealousy is something that happens to a lot of us as women. And I want to be clear, there is no shame in admitting that you have been or are jealous of someone. And we see this in a lot of friendships. We see this all over social media. And a lot of this stuff is going unchecked. And so it's literally um, people can be unaware of these feelings that are driving their, um, their actions. Really, y'all, if I can be honest, um, I have experienced being jealous of someone A woman in particular, women in particular. Uh, I have experienced it on the opposite hand as well. Women were jealous of me. And so I have, I want to particularly hone in on something that a lot of us don't even um, notice. So if you, I'm going to give you guys a, a real life example that happened to me. So there was a point in my life where I noticed that uh a particular person well this was on several occasions with different people I've noticed that uh people were um n- not necessarily jealous of me but in somewhat of competition with me and because I did not check it I did not stop and check it at the door and um and really analyze myself and process what I noticed and what I discerned through the mind of Christ. I literally you just discerned it and that was it. I didn't take it to God. I didn't take I didn't let the Holy Spirit um maneuver me or guide me in those discernments, right? And instantly because I didn't check it, I found myself in the race right along with those people and sometimes we can notice things like that and there not be an ounce of competition in us but when we notice that somebody uh, feels like they're competing with us or we feel as if somebody is trying to compete with us if we don't check it before we know it we're right along in that we jump right in that race with them and next thing you know our actions are being governed With them in mind, you know, and we start to, um, you know, do things from a place of retaliation. We start to say things on social media in um, in a retaliative way, you know, and it's not original. It's not something that we were, you know, and even if it is something that we were eventually going to say, we're doing it with the wrong motive you know and these people we have these people in our minds as we're we're as we're doing it and so um and so i wanted to kick it off with that just by first um clearing the air and just making sure that you guys know that this is a thing that pretty much every woman has struggled with so there it's out in the air you know it's not like you know oh i've never uh, been jealous of anybody. No, everybody has experienced something. And that is why I felt led to come on tonight and just be transparent so that ultimately we can talk through these things and grow through these things. And so there are a few different types of um, jealousy. Um, one is someone who lives a lifestyle of jealousy in competition they just that's just who they are they're just jealous they're they're jealous of people um and they think everything is a competition and those people um they most of the time they ignore the uh convictions about being jealous but actually uh jealousy is a sin y'all jealousy is a because it prompts you to do and say different things that are not of God. And so that's one type of jealousy. Another type of jealousy is um the um oblivious kind of people that are not people that are unaware that they are moving in jealousy and competition. And so um like I said, even if you're somebody who uh you notice some that somebody is jealous or in competition with you if you don't be intentional about checking it and and really allowing God to um guide you through that you'll find yourself in the race as well and so how do we um move forward i already told you guys that I have been jealous. And these were um, literally just unintentional times where I did not check myself. And I want to make a a statement that we have to self-maintenance. We have to self-maintenance. Always check yourself. Always allow yourself to be accountable to Holy Spirit. Um, we we are big on being accountable uh, to people and having accountability partners, but nobody is better to be an accountability partner than the Holy Spirit because he knows everything. He knows what your accountability partner here in this earth does not know. And so that's one thing that I want to encourage us to do because when you self-maintenance and you are partnering with the Holy Spirit for your accountability partner. He'll bring stuff to your eyes. He will reveal things that you didn't even know was in your heart, you know? And so those were the type of situations that I found myself in years ago. And, and since then I have made a note and I have been intentional about checking myself. Um when connecting with different women, when when um even strolling on Facebook, we have to make sure that we are checking ourselves because it is so easy to be sucked in and to feel the feelings of inadequacy when you're strolling on Facebook and you see people doing this or people doing that. And this person is, you know, launching this and this person has, you know, received an award for this. And I mean, it's always something. And so as long as we are living in this day and time, there will always be temptations and opportunities that rise in your life that try to suck you into the feelings of inadequacy, the feelings of uh, competition or the feeling of, you know, you not being good enough or you need to do more or, you know, all of this. There's always going to be that. And so I learned a few years back to start making sure that I check myself and. And another way that you can, I would say, um, maintenance is to be accountable to the Holy Spirit every day and every second, because there are things that arise in our hearts that we're not even aware of. And so, you know, a lot of people would suggest just make sure you're celebrating your, um, your fellow sisters, your queens, and all of this, just make sure. No, I've seen people celebrate people and we're secretly jealous of them. And people that ignore the um, convictions of the Holy Spirit, those are people who are not accountable To the Holy Spirit. I don't care what position they hold. What title they have. If you continuously ignore the convictions of the Holy Spirit about you. You're not as spiritual. Or you're not as whatever it is that you thought you were. And that's just all there is to it. I had to face that hard reality as well. And we also. It comes. It comes. Spiritual maturity um, is a big part of it. It takes a mature person to admit um, that they were wrong, admit that they were um, moving in error, admit that they were jealous of their brother or sister, and repent. It takes a spiritually mature person. And um, the timing of God, relationship with God, and discerning the seasons, um, in the spirit is also very, very important and it plays a big part in maintaining um, your posture and maintaining humility and walking in the spirit of truth. That is one thing. The spirit of truth is actually um, one of my biggest assets um, that I walk in today because the spirit of truth reveals all things and when God reveals something you know who can tell him that he's lying you know and it's kind of like that hard truth and he shows you 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 cannot say that that's not true that's the awesome thing about being accountable to the Holy Spirit because a person could come to me and say hey I really feel like you're jealous of me or hey I really feel like you know you're in some sort of competition with me And I would probably deny it till I'm blue in the face. But if the Holy Spirit comes to me and says, I see your heart and this is what's in it. You remember yesterday when you did this or you remember yesterday when you did that. That was from this place of jealousy, this place of competitiveness. Who can really say that? The Holy Spirit is lying. Nobody. And so um, that is the spirit of truth is one of my biggest. Um I'm I'm telling you, I, I really my biggest values. Uh I really value the spirit of truth. Um, and also for those of us that are in leadership roles and uh influential roles. Um, I want to say this. This is one thing that I've encountered as well. Because influence, um, the power and the anointing of influence is on my life, even if I come out with something unprecedented, um, and people are excited about it and people are inspired by it, and someone um basically does the same thing or comes out with a duplicate or just whatever, replica or whatever you want to call it. Um, Even though I know that I'm anointed to influence, back um, some time ago, it offended me when I saw people being influenced by something that I did and then they turned around and did it. I want us to realize that and, and the Holy Spirit said to me in those moments that you cannot covet something that I anointed you to give. We can't hold on to something that God anointed us to give. And I'm specifically talking to influencers right now. You cannot feel, you cannot walk in the spirit of offense and feel like people are in competition with you or people are copying you, Um You have to understand that these people are not in competition. They are not copying you. They're not jealous. They're simply responding to what's on your life. And so, a lot of what we process as jealousy is actually responding to the anointing that God has given us. And so, a lot of the times, people are not jealous, they're responding. So I want you to think about that and let that sink in for a minute. Now we're going to move on to uh we've obviously, you know, um, acknowledged the the jealousy and competition, the competit- competitiveness and all of the things that we can start um moving in when we're unaware and we're not being intentional about self-maintenance and Uh, Really assessing our hearts and our relationships and all of that. Now, let's talk about how we can address these things, ladies. So if you have found that, and I remember I told you guys that I've been on both ends. I found that I have had some jealousy in my heart and that others close to me had jealousy in their hearts toward me. So how do you address this? My answer to you is, Holy Spirit, you respond to the conviction, acknowledge the conviction, come out of the place of denial, come out of the lies of the enemy. If you have jealousy or you notice that you've been competing with someone or maybe you haven't noticed it because you don't, self-maintenance. You don't assess your heart. You don't submit your heart to the fire of God. Start doing that. If you don't start doing that, and I'm sure you'll find, he'll find something in there. And so <clears throat> if you're a person that has noticed it, you're like, okay, Shaylin, well, how do I get it out of there? <laughs> you know? And cause I don't want to be jealous. I don't want to Uh, You know, be in competition with my sisters. I love my sisters, you know, and I love her or I love, you know, how do I address this? Like I said, Holy Spirit, you go to God and you say, God, I I, I noticed this and I'm responding to the conviction. It's literally a call. When God convicts us, he calling us on the phone, literally. And so you answer the phone and then he's going to tell you to come here. And so you go and you go to in his presence and you say, hey, I I noticed this. I, I saw that you brought this to my attention and I'm responding. How do you want to go about this? Literally have a conversation with God. How do you want to go about this? Because I know that this is ungodly. Of course, we're going to start with true repentance and you repent and then God will give you strategy on how to move forward. He'll cleanse you. He'll purify your heart. He may tell you in my case, I had to um see less of a a person on my timeline. And it's somewhat like um it's yeah, y'all are y'all familiar with that scripture uh, um Bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. That's like probably my favorite scripture in the Bible, literally, because it is just so powerful and it's so sobering. You know, it really we have enough of the hype and the drunkenness and the spirit and, you know, laid out. We have enough of that. I love the soberness of God. I mean, when he just brings clarity and you know exactly what he's saying and and you are exactly aware of what you are feeling in your heart, you know, and it's the vigilance um, of God. I I can't get into all of that. But anyway, so um, y'all know that scripture, right? And so it's literally where you put yourself on punishment, so to speak. And so that's what happened with me. And I did not unfriend the young lady, but I um, removed her as far as me being able to see her content and her uh, whatever she's posting, you know, um, on her social media uh, uh, platforms. And so that could be a way, you know, and as you are detoxing, from feeding what is unhealthy and feeding what has not been conducive to the will of God for your life, you're detoxing from that. So you're literally taking that away. It's like a, it's like a, um, luxury that you're taking away. It's almost like a fast in a way. And so you, I literally detoxed, I I had to do a, a full detox of that. And I was intentional about replacing that, seeing her and, and seeing them because it was multiple people throughout my life. And so um, I just, you know, stopped seeing them on my, on my profile, on my page. And I spent time healing and getting deliverance from that spirit because let's make no mistake, that is a spirit. And so I needed deliverance from that. And so as I detoxed and I got deliverance and God began to show me what was the root of it and why I felt, you know, that jealousy, it came from inadequacy. And, it, and then he started to teach me about his timing. And then he started to show me the things that he has for my life and his will for my life. And then I started to embrace it, you know, and it was just like a, a fresh start. And so after I was released from the Holy Spirit, right, my accountability partner. The one who really knows what's in my heart. After I was released from him to go ahead and add these people back, I did so. And it was with a fresh perspective. It's like I was able to see through the lens of God. And then I could really celebrate these people um, with, in the spirit of truth, you know, because, you know, when we are celebrating people and we're congratulating and we're, you know, sharing and supporting and all of that. Like I told you guys, that does not mean that you you can't be jealous of these people because that's what happened with me. Because it it jealousy sometimes um, comes in by force if you're not being careful and if you're not maintenance and if you're not being intentional about watching it. You have to watch it. And so that's exactly what happened to me years ago. It creeped up in my heart. And next thing I know, I didn't even I didn't realize it on my own. Holy Spirit revealed it to me. And so that's one of the ways that you address it within yourself is being accountable to the Holy Spirit and going and answering the call of conviction. And you go to God, repent and get strategy from him because he knows the best way to handle it and you. So, what are some ways that you could address it with other people? So, um, I have had several um, women to uh, be jealous of me um, that I have discerned and God has confirmed it. Um, But let me say this. And this is not said enough. In fact, I've never heard it said. If... You feel like God has shown you that somebody is jealous of you. If you feel like God has shown you now. I want you to be aware of how that makes you feel. If you immediately get enraged and all of these things and you start you know, like I mentioned earlier, you jump right in the race with them, and you, you know, tick for tack, and all of this stuff. There's two things that are possible: either God didn't show you that, and you're imagining that, or you're responding the wrong way. I, 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 I I've never heard it this addressed before. But it needs to be addressed. If you feel like God has shown you something and you don't respond in the fruit of the spirit, it's either you are um, you are basically making this up, you know, because we can create narratives. We can create our own scenarios about what's going on and what people and how people feel towards us. Can we, you know, all agree to that? So it's one of two things. It's either that God didn't show you that and you have created your own narrative about how this person feels towards you. Or you're simply responding the wrong way to what God has shown you. And if it is number two that you're responding the wrong way, God will not be able to trust you with what he shows you. And that's very rare because God already knows what we can handle. And how we'll respond. So most of the time. I have found. Because I coach and mentor a lot of women. And I myself have gone through these things. What I have found. Is that it's almost always. Number one. If if God has shown you something. And you just act a fool about it. If you feel that God has shown you something. And you end up acting a fool about it. He didn't show you that. But. Because when God reveals something, he only reveals things that he can trust us with. He'll never reveal something to you that is just going to just make you retaliate. You getting all on faith. Yeah, you'll be, you know, tempted and and all of that and, you know, all, all of it. But when he reveals it to us, like I said, we can You know, respond the wrong way. That is possible. But a lot of times when God reveals it to us, it comes with the keeping power. He'll keep you. Y'all ever heard somebody say, God kept me. (laughs) He kept me. (laughs) Woo! Listen, it comes with the keeping power. The revealing comes with the keeping power. So when he reveals it, he'll, he'll, in other words, he'll help you maneuver in whatever he has shown you. And so if there's no keeping power, then most likely you are, um, you have created your own narrative. But there's always keeping power when God reveals something to you. Keep that in mind. I'm I'm dropping a lot of nuggets tonight. I hope you guys are are catching them. And so if you have noticed, like I said, this with someone else and you feel that God has shown it to you, um and this has happened with me and this is how I know this. When God revealed it, it was so much keeping power. <laughs> it was sustaining power and it was love like I had never felt before. There was not a mad bone in my body. There was not an offended bone in my body. And when it versus the other times when I was offended and I started, you know, uh, I got right in the race with him. And I'm, you know, striving and striving and, you know, going. And that's tiring. That is so tiring. And God didn't reveal that. Those are just narratives I created on my own because I saw something. I I didn't check it with God, that was flesh. Versus the times that God really did show me things about people and what was in their hearts, and there was a level of love of love that I had never experienced before in resistance like that, in um you know challenges like that, and so God showed it to me, and a lot of the times these women were not even aware of it they you know hadn't reached a place or you know just kind of was busy in life or whatever that they were not doing self-maintenance on themselves and they had allowed this to build up in their hearts against me and you know what I did I began to pray I never addressed it simply because again remember there's keeping power and so when the keeping power is sustaining you you are very restrained there's a type there's a supernatural restraint upon you and you just cling to wisdom and wisdom told me that because these women were not aware of it even if I brought it to them and I was seasoning my words with salt they were they would deny it because it's not for us to know anything God has to reveal it to us and so even if I would have went and said hey and I had all the proof in the world because they did not know it. They were not aware of it. They were going to deny it and it was going to offend them and destroy, completely shred our relationship. And so once they um, once I figured that out and God revealed that to me, I began to pray. I began to pray. There were other people that were coming to me. A a lot of people were noticing these different situations and they were coming to me um, with uh, what they noticed. And it was the same thing that I noticed. And, And, you know, all of that. And I would literally redirect because God had already shown it and he had already given strategy on what to do. And eventually, guess what? I stopped discerning those things because God handled it. And so I want to encourage you to um, live your life in the spirit of truth and walk in wisdom. Maintain your your awareness and be intentional about submitting your heart to the fire of God so that he can test you. So that he can test you. And those are my ways. That we can refrain. From moving in. Ways of jealousy. And um, from. Even jumping in the rabbit race. With people that we have noticed. That are jealous of us. And so that's just something. That I wanted to share. And um, I hope that. um, This has blessed you guys. I hope that this has blessed you guys. And. Um, As you guys can hear, the children are running upstairs and ready to play. So (laughs) I um, hope you enjoyed this couch conversation tonight. It was just a very truthful and transparent talk that I needed to have with the ladies. And so um, next week, uh, you will hear both of us, me and Rob. I honor my husband in his absence. Um, Next week, you will hear both of our voices on here and you can catch us every Monday at 7 p.m. for Couch Conversations for Millennials in Christ. You guys have a blessed rest of your evening and we'll talk to you next week.